Today's episode of The Rewatchables on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor of the Bill Simmons Podcast. Basketball fans, $30 off your first SeatGeek purchase on NBA tickets. Use promo code NBAPalooza. It expires on November 1st. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by White Famous. That is a new Showtime original comedy series about trying to make it in Hollywood starring SNL vet Jay Farrow, a comedian whose career is about to blow up, but he's not sure he's really ready for that. Can he make it without losing his soul? It is produced by Jamie Foxx, creator of Californication, John Cap- uh, Tom Capinos. The show is based on Jamie Foxx's real-life experiences. Download the Showtime app right now to start your free trial. You can watch the premiere for free on YouTube. Catch new episodes Sundays, 10 p.m. only on Showtime. We're also brought to you by a very new cool podcast that we highly recommend called What Really Happened with Andrew Jenks. I worked with him at ESPN way back when. Right now on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, download, subscribe. Dwayne Johnson will make an appearance in the first episode. It looks into the whole story of Muhammad Ali saving a man from jumping off the ninth floor of a building in L.A. Or did he? Listen and subscribe to What Really Happened by Andrew Jenks right now on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, to hear episode one and more. What you are about to hear is a rewatchables podcast that is unlike anyone we have had on this feed. This is in front of a live audience at Largo. We taped it on October 18th. We had over 200 people <laughs> come to hear us talk about Face Off, the classic John Travolta, Nick Cage action movie. It was me. It was Chris Ryan. It was Shea Serrano. It was Jason Concepcion. So you'll hear an audience. You'll hear laughing. There's a couple inappropriate parts. Um, we're going to break a couple times just to hear from couple of our partners for this podcast but otherwise this is it this is the live podcast that we taped unedited face off here we go i've been uh, chasing this guy ever since i joined the force he he has no conscience and he uh, he shows no no remorse he's the mastermind behind numerous bombings and political assassinations he uh, he's the most dangerous and brilliant criminal mind i've ever known i for years, I've, I've been watching him, tracking him, studying his every every move. I know his every every mannerism. I know him better than he knows himself. And now, after all this time, I finally figured out a way to trap him. I will become him. Hello! Welcome to Rewatchables Live! Brought to you by The Ringer! My name is Chris Ryan. I am joined tonight by two-time New York Times best-selling author Shay Talk the Thrones, Jason Concepcion from Binge Mode. Hello. And El Jefe, <laughs> the Boston sports guy, Bill Simmons. Man, you guys really like Face Off, huh? <laughs> so we do this podcast called The Rewatchables, which we start. I think this is like the 10th or the 11th one. Yeah. And it's up. basically movies that we love that we can't stop watching. And we try to figure out why we can't stop watching them. We have categories that we're going to go through. Um, Want to talk a little bit about Face Off first. How many of you have seen Face Off? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Adam Carolla always had a theory about this movie and a lot of action movies that 
they came up with the title first. <laughs> And then wrote the script and tried to convince the actors to do it. But they had the title and they knew that was how it was going to play out. Uh, it's the rare movie that works its title into an actual scene of dialogue that we're going to show later. Some people have called it the overacting Olympics. Would you agree with that, Chris Ryan? Cage versus do. Travolta? Yeah. yeah, I would agree with those people. Was this like Ben, jo ben Johnson, Carl Lewis, 1988 <laughs> yeah. type In of... In terms of both performance enhancing drugs and just okay. elevated performance, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Cage won an Oscar, Jason. Yeah, good for him. He his, won it for this? His next three choices... <laughs> his next three choices after winning for Leaving Las Vegas. You know, that's big. He has pick of any projects. He goes The Rock, Con Air, Face Off. And that was it. That's right. I, mean, I would say those were great choices. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> you know Nick Cage is in six movies this year? Six movies that are going to premiere in a theater? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't even think they're on demand. You have to go, like, they demand they're you Netflix. watch Netflix. Yeah. So, on IMDb, Cage and Travolta are both listed as playing Caster Troy and Sean Archer. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> I can't remember that happening. Um, John Woo, one of your favorites, Shay. You like all action movies. You like all action movie directors. But I John like Woo, special place in your movies. heart. And especially any action movie where they fucking cut a face off. <laughs> it should be like that. Like it, Shawshank Redemption, Andy should have cut his face off to get out. Yeah. Um, it grossed $245 million worldwide. <laughs> this, I was stunned. I always thought this was like a campy cult classic. Went back and read some of the reviews. Almost unanimous praise. Yeah, like 92% yeah. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or something it's like yeah. that. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Like, people really felt like this was a Can great movie. Can you imagine movie. seeing Face Off and just be like, holy shit, that was yeah. good. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that was really good, man. Uh, Roger Ebert, three out of four stars. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thought uh, it was one of Nick Cage's best movies. So, um, let's talk about the plot. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Which one of you wants to try to summarize the plot really quickly? Jason. Jason, go ahead. Uh, okay, so uh, Sean Archer is at a merry-go-round. Yes. With his son. <laughs> and uh, he has this thing. He's extremely loving with his son, like almost to a creepy yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. And he has this thing where he, he like brushes... His son's <laughs> face down his lips yeah. and just embraces him a lot. Something my father really never did to me that much. <laughs> and as they're riding this uh, this carousel, excuse me, classic uh, father-son move. Yeah, Caster Troy. Wearing, By the way, I have a son. I've never ridden a merry-go-round carousel with my son. Have you ever, ever touched his nose and lips? Okay. Uh, Caster Troy is laying out there in the hills, taking aim with a sniper rifle, wearing a really <laughs> fake mustache. That's his. That's his only disguise. It's a like, really put fake mustache and a sniper rifle, broad a daylight. A world-renowned criminal. Yeah. A, here we go. They'll never taking aim. He knew that Sean Archer would be here with his beloved son, and he just shoots him through the back. Boom. Sean Archer and his son fly 15 feet off the carousel in slow motion. And uh, the son dies. Sean Archer lives. Fast forward. Wait, wait. Yeah. that's the credits. <laughs> that's the credits. That's the that's first the two credits. minutes. We're not even through with the credits yet. It's, ju it's just like the Punisher origin story, by the way, if, you, if anybody reads Marvel Comics. Anyway, fast forward, and now... Six uh, years later. Six years later, Sean Archer has got to catch this it's guy. It's a vendetta. Got to catch this guy. Yeah. And uh, Caster Troy has set up some kind of dirty bomb somewhere in Los Angeles. 
Archer catches him. But With his team. They don't know where the bomb is. So how do they get the bomb? How are you going to get the bomb? You can interrogate people like they do in the world. No, but what if you cut off his face? <laughs> can I just jump in with a quick footnote yeah. here? Uh, in the process of catching Caster Troy, he gets hit in the face with the force from a jet engine turbine. Right. <laughs> and gets blown like uh, two yes. football fields down a tunnel. Great shot. And he's in a coma. So yeah, like what? it's that there's there's that 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 comes into play. We we have already skipped the part where he dresses up like, like a, a pastor. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> And he molests a teenage girl That's during true. the... Yeah. We How, just went right past that. Would you guys like to see that clip? <laughs> it's like the first seven minutes of the movie. I never really enjoy the Messiah. In fact, I think it's fucking boring. She's like more than 16 years old. Makes even a hack. Like Does she ever room. come back in this movie? She's like a genius. No, that's it. <laughs> that, that image you often see uh, with M O A R all caps more on forums. That was actually on forums. <laughs> that was the take they settled on, like three takes after the take when yeah. he had dialed it up too high. You know, Wu was like, "We can go to lunch now." And Nick I Cage is like, "I got one, one more in me." Yeah. One more. Can't you see Roger Roger Ebert when he saw that? Mm, yes, <laughs> Cage. Mm, ah, this is fantastic. Um, all right, let's talk about the mo- most rewatchable scene. Oh, That's wow. our first category. Did you want to get through any of the other three quarters of this film <laughs> plot-wise? <laughs> we're going to do it. We're, we're going to okay. do it as we do it. Okay. We'll, we're going to hit all the relevant points in the movie as we go through this. <laughs> most rewatchable scene. Wow. In my opinion, with rewatchable movies, you want to have like four or five parts of the movie that if I'm flicking channels like 30 minute mark 50 minute mark whatever you just kind of go oh this scene's coming up and you kind of have to watch it this movie has a lot of those uh <laughs> we talked about the airport shootout at the beginning that ends wow. up with nick cage and concussion protocol at the nfl <laughs> um the surgery face switch scenes Good which one. we're going to show later cage's prison escape he escapes from a maximum security prison where everybody wears magnetic with magnets. Yeah, magnet yeah. Boots. prison with you magnets. Get to those. Uh, it's also on Catalina Island. It's just right, like yeah. right off the coast of Los Angeles. The scent, the scent like, of free-based cocaine yeah. comes off every like every scene of this movie. By the way, was that a step up or a step down for Catalina Island? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh my god. Um, the somewhere over the rainbow shootout scene in slow motion. They uh, they play somewhere over the rainbow and there's a little kid wearing headphones yeah. listening to uh, that's what that he's song. listening to. There's the boat chase and then the ending. Chris Ryan, what's the most rewatchable? It's absolutely, scene? Uh, somewhere over the rainbow shootout. That's correct. That begins with Nick Cage entering a ba- trip hop bachelor pad in an airport hangar Is it DJ where they're playing Spooky? Christian Sands by Tricky to put this in '97. And for some reason, there's a small child right there. <laughs> and after Caster, Nick's, Caster's son, yeah, Caster's Nick son Cage that becomes adopted later drinks by absinthe and has a like hallucinatory out of body experience, <laughs> and then a shootout happens. Yeah, and the child is like always in the line of fire. Like they never are like put <laughs> this kid in a bathtub and put like a cover over him. It's just like no, like hand me the child. <laughs> Every that's the it's I will rewatch if the whole movie was this scene. Wait, you're skimming over the part where Caster's henchman comes out with this beautiful oak box. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And in the box is a box of chiclets, yeah. uh, some kind of prescription pills, maybe Molly. Uh, and early, two, early version of Molly. Early version yeah. of Molly. Like Dutch Molly. Joints, yeah. like 12 joints. And just two, by themselves, just, just fucking by, rolled up. And then two, like, gold-plated handguns. And he brings him to it. He brings this to him like it's the freaking Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you sign to play basketball yeah. at Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And it was a year before the Austin Power scene when everybody fake laughs, all the henchmen. They actually do this in the movie, unironically. Nicolas Cage and the other guy. Ah! Um, I, uh, I personally thought it was the prison escape. Which I'm but, with you. Oh, we didn't, I'm okay, with you so on that. Agree. What do you think, Jason? Oh, I think it's somewhere over the rainbow because okay. this is like John Woo's victory lap. That, that that scene is like John Woo being like, I'm in fucking Hollywood, bitch. Yeah. I'm spending money. They I'm just in kept... Hollywood, motherfucker. Have this kid in slow-mo somewhere over the room. Yeah. That's me. They just, I'm doing this shit They now. just kept adding stuff yeah. to it. Yeah. They're like, let's every have a shootout. Time, every, there's enough. so many vases yeah. full of lilies in this scene. Blow, this, blow that shit up again. So one of the many reasons Shay and I love each other, we both love prison movies. Absolutely. And now it's to the point where anytime I see a scene in a prison or a prison movie, I think of what did Shay think? Uh-huh. Should I email Shay? I get an email I at them? two in the morning. Like, yeah. did you see the new Vince Vaughn trailer <laughs> yeah. for the prison movie? <laughs> that did happen. Uh, this had a good prison wrinkle that I really liked, the gravity boots. We're just standing on the gravity, the magnetic pro, gravity boots pro, that you're just stuck Every like this. jail in America should have magnetic boots. That's how boots. I feel. Yeah, but that's a, that's another example of like with the shootout. They were like, we'll, we'll do a shootout. That's not enough. Uh, let's have uh, drugs. That's not enough. Fucking put a kid in the middle. That's still not enough. Play over the rainbow. Boom, there you go. That's it. Like They, they said, let's take a prison and put it in the ocean and oh, fuck. Everybody, there's super magnets everywhere. They the just kept on pr- adding stuff. With the prison, though, it was like... With electrocution. <laughs> yeah. With, right. Oh, yeah, we had that too. They're all getting shock treatment. Like, that's yeah. okay. The prison is kind of like the Death Star thing where they're like, we're going to build this super weapon that's impregnable, except there's like this alley that if any one guy has the Jedi... All you got to do is jump yeah. off. Can just, go, just, <laughs> just get rid of the boots the prison and is climb like, to the top. They're just like magnets. That's it. We got this. Yeah. All super villains will be like... Mer- and it's like Nick Cage brings that place down with one cigarette. <laughs> He's like, he gets in the fight to keep his cigarette and gets sent to shock treatment, burns one guard, and then starts a full-scale prisoner. A four so, billion dollar prison. Yeah. So he's in the prison Marlboro. because he has to go undercover as Caster Troy, who's originally Nick Cage. Travolta switches faces, goes in the prison. But then for some for some reason, Caster Troy's brother Pollux, who I have problems with when yes. you get to is for some reason immediately wait, suspicious wait, 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 wait. that it's his brother or not? Yeah. <laughs> Jason, do, do the impression. Hello, hello, brother. <laughs> is it against the law is to use law? your mind? Uh, hello, caster, $10 million for the bomb. Oh, my God. Do we, do we understand why Style he's suspicious? Style icon, by the way. Why is he like, suspicious of that it's not actually Nick Cage? Because he thought he was dead. Because he got blown by a but, wind but turbine? Who, who would possibly because think? He, I wonder if they switch faces. I'm glad you're talking... There's no way you think that. I'm glad you're talking about this now. This is a thing that Shay and I were talking about. With like, Shay, if you switched faces with your ultimate enemy and then showed up at your house... But Marcus Aldridge. No, his name is Neil. It's a real guy. Oh, as, yeah. your, you're real as your enemy. As your enemy. real guy from college. How long would it take for Larry to be like... to to? For you to talk Laramie into, I, it's me, your husband, If I Shay. had Neil's face on my face. And his voice. It, it, 
It would never happen. Yeah. Never. There's nothing I could say that would make her. There's no. There's no way. <laughs> my, I, I, right, I have so, his face on my face. Like, <laughs> this is a weird thing to say. So this prison fight. Um, Nick Cage, who's has. Uh, is it who's I'm now I'm confused. Is it Travolta? <laughs> it's Travolta, Travolta as wearing the Nick Cage face. Archer yeah. as as Caster Troy. Has yeah. to convince Caster's brother that it's actually him. Yes. And here's the clip of their big fight. You know. Nope. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a heat rock though, that scene. Clip two. It's coming. Yeah. I'm Caster Troy! This is it. This is my favorite scene in the whole movie. When he starts crying. Yeah. Here it comes. It's that's amazing. This movie is incredible, man. Yeah. <laughs> they said after concussions you get emotional. I think that might have been what happened. I that's me without my nicotine patch on. Yeah. Oh wow. So I imagine I imagine Roger Ebert turning and going. You know, Bergman, when I first saw Bergman <laughs> right. in 71, that's the feeling I get when I see this. Red Rupert's like writing notes. Uh, Do you think that they were just taking Nick, like people just took him at face value because of leaving Las Vegas? They were like, what a, what a great choice he's making. Yeah, I don't think we knew for like four years. Yeah. I think the entire 90s came and went, and then we're like, wait, is Nick Cage a bad actor? And then we all kind of collectively realized that, you guys want to change your mind or no? No. Okay. No, no. Uh, casting what ifs. These are some good ones. This movie was written in 1990 with Sly Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger in mind as the lead roles. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say that wouldn't have worked. No, that would that would have been horrible. The bodies, faces, I, I just don't see That's it. The why it accents. How do they do the vocal box for Arnold's accent? How do they do Sly's accent? No way. Uh, then Joel Silver optioned it, and he wanted Michael Douglas and Harrison Ford. That would have been Ooh. incredible. That would have been good. That would have been, that would have been more like a sexual thriller, right? Or like, so, I think it would have gone to a weird place. Wait, Shouts why? Michael Douglas. Why? I don't why know. Is that a sexual Michael thriller? Douglas needs to have sex with somebody. No, Michael, Michael Douglas got uh, throat cancer from giving head. That's a true story. I you can it. look that up. <laughs> what the? I'm just saying, Google that. That's not a real thing. There's <laughs> There's no from, way that's a real thing. That's not a real thing. It's, There's no way. I think that's gra- a suburban it's legend. one of too. the greatest humble brags ever. Look it up. <laughs> Michael Douglas blamed his cancer on cunnilingus. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> I, I, oh, you thought it was the other one. I think it was down low or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Okay. I'll believe that. Um, when they finally started making this movie... <laughs> I got it. Uh, I got to go. I'm gonna, yeah. I got to catch my flight. I'll try to reel it back in. Uh, Johnny Depp was in until he found out it wasn't a hockey movie. <laughs> this, is, this is true. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. It has to be true. Uh, others Does he rumor- think every movie is just a hockey movie? Like, he you might. Have to talk I don't know if Johnny Depp's Do you smart. think Johnny Depp thought Pirates of the Caribbean was a <laughs> hockey <laughs> movie? Edward Scissorhands. This is the story of Chris Chelios, right? Like, I'm just... <laughs> Uh, Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin were teamed up at one point. That actually might have worked. That would have been incredible. Alec Baldwin would have dialed it up, I'll tell you that Is much. that one also a sexual thriller? No. Or, no, it's that's not, not it? Uh, and then the, the funniest one, which was a real thing apparently, Van Damme and Steven Seagal. There it is. Oh. There it is. Um, Two of the greatest Russian moles that America has to <laughs> offer. Which one, 
Out of all those, which one would you want to see, Jason? Uh, Stallone and, and Schwarzenegger. Really? Okay. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I need to see that. <laughs> Chris? Uh, Douglas and Ford, because they would have just had so much contempt for the material that it would have just been like, <laughs> just like, Jesus, I can't believe I needed this other ranch My in God. Montana this bad. Like, <laughs> How about you, Shay? I'm going Van Damme and Seagal. Wow. I knew you would. You knew I would. Um, That's going to be the worst one of all of them. <laughs> of all of them. Uh, Mark Wahlberg turned down the role of Caster Troy's brother, Pollux. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Gotta say, the movie's better with Mark Wahlberg. If he's down up, he's got a weird hairdo. He basically, Pollux looks like Mark Wahlberg's the gambler character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like his early I, life. I have a lot of problems yeah. with Pollux. And then uh, the last one, Juliana Margulis turned down the Gina Gershon part. Because she was filming ER. Great show. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Juliet. There's Juliet. Juliet. All right. (laughs) At that moment, that was probably a good choice. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good idea. It's not like Gina Gershon goes around saying, like, did you see me in face off? (laughs) Um, Let's go to what's age the best. Oh, man. We talked about the magnetic boots. (laughs) The concept itself. Face off, undercover. You got to switch faces with a guy in a coma. Yeah. yeah. Still kind of like it. Got to say. Right. Um, Joan Allen, who plays Travolta's wife, the face switch happens. Oh, God. And Nick Cage, as Travolta. They live as husband and wife. They live as husband and wife. Let's put it that way. How did they do the Travolta Cage uh, dick switches? <laughs> It's been the eternal question in this movie for the last 20 years. I think that's age wonderfully. I always think about that when I watch this movie. Like, at some point, they had to at least have the conversation with CCH Do we Bounder. do the dicks also? Yeah, the dicks. <laughs> well, the balls. Do we yeah. do ball lift? We don't have time. He's got to go undercover, like, now. <laughs> so when do you think she knew? Probably immediately, right? <laughs> There's no way they were the same. No way I, they were the same. This is, like, this is the conversation Shay and I had. Yeah. Would, would Laramie know? No, because, like, who's like, you know what? This looks exactly like my husband, but it's not because he switched faces. <laughs> no, she would know. Wait, would she know dicks? <laughs> is that what the question is? Uh, Are you asking me if she knows what Neil's thought- dick looks like? I don't... Let's talk quickly about That's Walsh Industries, which is where they get this procedure done. Yeah, the guy is 3D printing a fucking ear when he walks in. <laughs> no, that was like, That's how they convince him. Do you think so? It's blowing your mind, like you couldn't that they couldn't account for the twig and berries part of this whole operation. I mean, they were doing chest hairs. They're getting rid of like double chins, scar, like moving hairlines. Yeah, they were. They were also like, yeah, we can. We're gonna take this down. This guy's kind of. They take a shot at Travolta in this. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, we gotta take the love handles off. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Travolta probably could have worked out before they started filming this. Like Nick Cage is Cage noticeably skinnier. Cage yeah. is ready to go. I think Travolta. I don't know. Let it. He kind of let it loose a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a clip though, because for the other, what's age the best? I mentioned it before. I love when action movies work the title into an actual scene. Do we have that one? Clip three. Yeah. Oh, I love this guy. I'd like to take his his face. Oh. <laughs> but that well, keeps they going, actually by the say way. it six yeah. more times after that. We, we, we spared you guys, but yeah. Great. They Every, did the yeah. title, they found the script after, and then they figured out how to work it into the dialogue. They should what's, do that in all the movies. There should have been a scene with Mufasa and Simba where he's like, you are right. the, the lion. lion. King. King. <laughs> so what's age the best? 
For me, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with something out on the list. I'm going the the fight in the prison. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm sticking with that one. It's the it's, it's the best magnetic prison can, boots fight ever. You can do that same scene in every in every movie. I, okay. I do like the idea of the actual face off part. I would watch face off every year. A new one. Run through the choices again. Uh, magnetic boots, the concept itself, working the title into an actual scene. And Joan Allen kind of realizing pretty early on that it's not her husband anymore, but going with it. <laughs> For whatever reason, I don't want to judge their marriage. I'm going to go concept itself. I'll go concept itself. It is great. I mean, it could be a Netflix series right now. Yeah. That all of us would watch. Just I have every a lot week, of ideas every week for the he needs a new face. face off universe. Every episode? No, he's just trying to get his old face back for, for three seasons. <laughs> where, like, where did it go? I, somebody took it. Somebody took just, it. Like in the movie. <laughs> Same thing. Jason, what do you got? I, I'm gonna, I think it's when they walk in and they're 3D printing the ear because that seems so amazing then. Now you can just do that. You can do that at home. You make ears at home. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> can we do that? Yeah. Should we do that? Wait, Let's can do that on Friday? <laughs> no. Roger. No. Why are you saying yeah? Like you can just make an well, ear I mean, at home. Like, you don't know what they can do. He's on you the floor. You can make you can make a sculpture of an ear, not like attach it to a person's head. <laughs> That's the important part of the, <laughs> of the thing. Um, what's age the worst? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, there's some choices. Um, we needed better CGI. Let's be honest. We especially needed it for a scene that we're going to show a little bit later. But just in general, the CGI is early. There's some obvious stunt double stuff where all of a sudden Nick Cage has way more hair yeah. than he did three seconds ago. Nick Cage looks like Kiki Vandalway all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a brother-sister kiss with Dietrich, a- that bald guy that we saw. That was a Gina Gershon, Nick Cassavetti's improv on yeah. set. Improv incest. Just to give a little salt to the Sasha Dietrich uh, yeah. or Dieter and John Lee's like, go with it. It yeah. sounds great. Do it. Well, I mean, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of weird touching of lips of people you don't <laughs> they know. They do like three Caressing. different times. They three just different rub t- down the yeah. face. Like, I'm going to touch your lips. I don't know you. It's I've a never cor- done a that. caress heavy yeah. movie. To any of my um, kids. Pollock's Troy, I just wanted more. I, I didn't think of the performance was good. Yes. I, I felt like that's a nice, nice juicy role. Your Nick Cage is... Yeah, he did that. I, there's a reason we didn't see him again. Uh, the sexual tension between Nick Cage as John Travolta and Travolta's daughter yeah. is disarming. Yeah. It's just Dominic flat out disarming. Swain. It's uncomfortable, and it's, it's become more uncomfortable as the years pass. Well, it wasn't super comfortable in 97. No. No. Now, <laughs> just put on this tricky no. album and, and kick it to Dominique Swain. It was just like, that was bad back then. Too. Also, it was definitely like a John Woo a man from Hong Kong's idea of like a goth teenager because it's like Dominic yeah. Swain just has like a little more eyeliner and a fake nose ring and is blonde and looks like a regular she's person. She's on the edge. Yeah. yeah, look out. She's crazy. Yeah. Um, Travolta actually agreeing to switch faces has not really yeah, aged that well as we saw in the beginning. <laughs> and uh, I gotta be honest, like Travolta had a big, cl- I hate to nitpick with this movie, but Travolta had a big cleft in his chin. And Cage's teeth were kind of more rat teeth-like, and they just glossed over it, and they were able to just work it they out. You make it's a joke about me. the chin, because at one point he's like, "I can't stand this chin." Remember? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like they do tease each other about their bodies, and the same thing with the love handles. And so what's like age that. the worst, Chris? Uh, yeah, I think it just as like the the whole father daughter thing is just it's kind of an L for everyone involved. Extreme L. Everything with Dominique Swain. At the, I mean, at the end of the movie. 
after everything has gone right and her father brings home a strange boy to replace the child who yeah, had died. Yeah. <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Show him your room, honey. She's just all of a sudden like, now I'm going to dress like I just went to American Eagle yeah. because everything yeah. is fine now. <laughs> Everything's good. Yeah. Shay, what age the worst? I'm going to go with the thing that was on the age the best list, which is um, Nick Cage secretly raping the wife, which is like a, like that's what happened. Yeah, that's literally that's what, what happened. happened. That's not like, we, you can't do that. In the 90s, you're like, oh, it'll be funny. <laughs> and then now, you're like, no, that's not funny. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. that great. I'm out, on the, I'm out on that part. Good, good answer. My- <laughs> uh, I'm still going with the CGI, but you made me feel bad now. <laughs> um, half-assed internet research corner. We call this half-assed because you can't believe pretty much anything on the internet. But uh, Cage and Travolta, according to the internet, Spent two weeks together picking up each other's mannerisms. I buy it. I buy learning it. Learning how to play one another. And then they make the movie and they're just really crazy dialed up versions of yeah. themselves. <laughs> Did you buy that? Two weeks? You think yeah, that happened, I, I Jason? think that's shit you do when you're an actor to pretend yeah. like it's a job. Who do you think makes that call? <laughs> Nick Cage or Travolta? Who's uh, idea? 100% Cage. That was Cage. Yeah. Absolutely. That Let's was Cage. go to right. Bangkok. Jonathan. Hang out. Jonathan, come with me. I'm going to Thailand. <laughs> uh, Look into my eyes. Originally, this film was set in the future. Sure. In space. <laughs> in space. Where the face technology... Face technology is The best part is apparently they had it, like it was set in space and Wu would not do it. He was like, it needs to be more realistic. It was... You gotta bring yeah. it down. It was set in space for space real? space travel is unrealistic. It, yeah. Something it really we have sense? done before. Right. But fucking switching faces. And then his assistant comes in. Here's the mock-up for the magnetic boots. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Magnetic boots and facial changes. Wait, wait, wait. Was it really set? It was was space face-off? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, I love it. Wow. It can still happen. Uh, The studio wanted to take the slash out of the title, and John Woo resisted because he thought people would think it was a hockey movie. Johnny Depp being a great example. (laughs) The boat chase took four weeks to film. That makes sense, because it lasts about four weeks in San Diego. Yeah, it's the longest boat chase ever. This was also a very cool era of movies that were, like, set somewhere, but, like, there's desert, marina... Yeah. And big city Airport. within like a three block. Yeah. It's like in seven where they're like, it's raining all the time and now I'm in the desert. Yeah. And it's just like, in the 90s, they just did not care about like reality of meteorology or anything like that. That lasted up through collateral. Jamie yeah. Foxx getting from the airport to downtown in seven minutes. He's like, I get you in seven minutes. Like, what? We all live here. Uh, the special edition DVD contains several deleted scenes, most notably an alternate ending. Ooh. The alternate ending, Travolta looks in the mirror and Joan Allen gasps as, as she and the audience see Castor's face as Travolta's reflection. Needless to say, the studio nixed this and thought yeah. it was an atrocious idea. But apparently that's on the Blu-ray, which I, gotta see I don't that. know. You guys haven't seen that, right? I, I hate it It's exciting, it right? Yeah. I wish, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. How many people do you think Castor Troy killed in this movie? He killed at least 24 people. Jason? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd put it around 20. I'd go 20. He kills three 20 like in the first so, 45 seconds. Yeah, but then he slows down. Here's the thing, though. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in this movie, though, is after they get Caster and Sean walks into the office and they're like, the CIA sent you this champagne, Sean. And he's like, I didn't know they did catering. 
and he's really bummed out. And he turns around, he's like, you know what? Maybe we should have a drink. And then he names all these like anonymous all the people that he, that extras were, that, were, yeah, that got yeah, yeah, yeah. shot at the first yeah. shootout. He's like, yeah. what about Winters? Yeah, what? what about Finesco? And there's just <laughs> yeah. like, who the fuck are these guys? Who cares? Can we can we see the clip of my favorite killing that that he does Which that when he kills Winters? Oh yeah, what? <laughs> Winters is in there. Yeah, Winters has been on screen for 27 seconds. <laughs> we have, uh, it's coming. Yeah. There is it this one? Oh, wait. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. He listen. He he's holding this woman out of the plane. He shoots her, throws her off. She gets run over by the fucking plane, and then he shrugs like. He does know. the Jordan shrug. Wait, hold on. You got to back up because first he gets on the plane. Oh yeah, yeah. She's yeah. undercover. She's undercover. Yeah. And he's like. He starts hitting on he's, her. He's not hitting on her. That's. He's like, will you suck on no, my tongue? First, he asked her to send yeah. flowers. <laughs> right. He says, "Can I? If I if I were to send you flowers, where would? No, no. Let me rephrase that. If I let you suck on my tongue, like what? Yeah, it's just like <laughs> what kind of rephrase? Yeah. Uh, also, they've been working on catching this guy for however long. He's an international, years. apolitical, stateless terrorist operating in Los Angeles that they have not been able to get. He has already assassinated the child of a federal agent, right. and they're like, "Oh God, where are we, we going to find him?" And it turns out all they need is like. The brother to buy a plane ticket, and then they're like, "We already have an agent." Well, he was yeah. wearing a, he was wearing a fake mustache. Is that LA? <laughs> it's true. Uh, the answer is he killed twenty people. Oh, it's close. See, twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Disturbing that you guys are so accurate. Conception nailed that. <laughs> Jason and I watched this like fucking four times in a row. That's right. We are fired up. On Metacritic, it got an eighty two out of hundred. That was the other thing that astonished me. That's a really high score. That's- yeah. That's a low That's score. Like, like Driving Miss Daisy, probably. That's a low score for like acting because you have to consider. You've got Nicolas Cage pretending to be Caster Troy, pretending to be John Travolta, who's pretending to be fucking Sean Archer, who's pretending to be Caster Troy. Yeah. Wow. We're like fucking five levels wow. inception deep. I just got confused. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> I really did. Hey, let's take a break. Let's talk about Hotel Tonight. I tend to leave things for the last minute. Do that for Halloween, you end up rummaging through the dregs of the party store bins trying to scrounge a costume that'll actually work. That's why I was Brandon from 90210 for three straight Halloweens. That's why nephew Kyle has been Tom Brady for like eight straight Halloweens. But when it comes to booking a hotel, being last minute actually works in your favor as long as you've got the Hotel Tonight app. If you're the type that started planning your Halloween costume on November 1st of last year and have to like lock things down on time, maybe you don't need Hotel Tonight, but you're not a normal person. Most people actually do things at the last minute at Hotel Tonight. You can book a room up to seven days in advance. But hey, you can also book up to 100 days in advance in certain cities. Hotel Tonight, killer hotels, great deals. With Hotel Tonight, you can do things like I did when I had my daughter's soccer tournament in August in San Diego and waited until like four days before and got an awesome room at the Marriott in San Diego thanks to Hotel Tonight. So be like me. If you need a room for today, for Halloween, for beyond, within seven days, within 100 days in certain cities, download the Hotel Tonight app right now. And speaking of things you should do, HelloFresh. It's a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun. So you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take on 
maybe 30 minutes of your time total for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. They're a farm to box company. They're a couch to kitchen company. They're a fork to feel good company. When you cook and eat your own delicious and healthy meals, you'll want to keep doing it again and again and again. HelloFresh currently offers customers all kinds of stuff. You can get a classic box, a veggie box, a family box. You can get three to four or five meals a week designed for two or three or four people. New recipes every week, ever-changing menus, classic ingredients. Good stuff all the way around. They deliver food to your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box for free. I really enjoy getting that recyclable insulated box. Food's always nice and fresh. They're offering light fall meals right now. They've just introduced breakfast options. Great for people like my family that they're at the last minute are scrambling to make cereal for their kids. Less than $10 a meal. And listen to this. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Rewatchables 3-0. Rewatchables 30. That's all you have to do. So do that right now. Last but not least, we mentioned the What Really Happened podcast a little bit earlier. Napoleon famously said, history is a version of past events that people have decided upon. Well, What Really Happened is a new groundbreaking audio documentary podcast series hosted by award-winning documentary filmmaker Andrew Jenks, and it is executive produced by Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia. Jenks isn't interested in the conspiracy theories. Now he doesn't even need a camera. Did Ali really save a man from jumping off a ninth floor office building? Was it really a meltdown when Britney shaved her head? Was it really Christie's former high school baseball scorekeeper who was, responded, who was responsible for the Bridgegate scandal? Why did Jordan really retire? What really happened? Andrew Jenks finds the access and speaks with the people who can help him extricate the facts and unravel the truth, however dirty and foggy it might get. You'll hear additional stories and topics that you thought you knew about surrounding these and more historic names and events. When you download and subscribe, the new podcast, What Really Happened with Andrew Jenks on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen. All right. We are going back to our live podcast of Face Off. Face Off. Here we go. We're going to uh, Unintentional Comedy Award. The entire movie. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> That's one of the nominees. Opening credits. We're opening credits to the end. To the end. Uh, we talked the about Omcast and Troy. The Omcast Troy Cage making crazy faces in prison. We talked about Dietrich and Cage laughing at each other, Austin Power style. With the after, what did they? What did, what kind of liquor did they have? What did they do? The, uh, when when Cage absinthe, ab, yeah, yeah. Okay. and did Apparently. Molly, yeah, uh, <laughs> and had chiclets. Unintentional comedy at the end. Travolta. They don't know if they can put his face back on. They don't know if they can put his body back together. He's been. You know, he's been thrown off a boat. He's been really sure. badly injured. Sure. All this stuff. He's in, he's in surgery for a couple of weeks. This is Dave Damashek, my friend uh, from Jimmy's show, who now works at the NFL. This was, we used to talk about this in the office all the time. She's working at her desk at home, and Travolta comes home. And it's like, you, you couldn't have picked him up? Like, you <laughs> could have been in the waiting room? <laughs> For him, get out. It's like, oh, damn, Shek always did this thing. Like, oh, is it Tuesday? I thought it was Monday. <laughs> it's your husband. He just got his face back. Uh, and then uh, the last one, which we do have a clip for. So Nick Cage wakes up from the coma. Yes. His face is off. He doesn't have a face, which I really want to. I want to dive into this. It's funny every time to so say face, his face is they're off. They're taking the face off. They're taking off 
Your eyelids. Got it. Um, That's part of the nose. face. Also yeah. on the face. Your lips. Face. Yes. Ears. Not face. Not face. Okay, so he has no. ears, but doesn't have lips. Um, wakes up from the coma. There's nobody watching, of course. Um, He's just by himself. Right. He's immediately fine. Somehow there's cigarettes but and a also, telephone. His face is just like in a bowl of saline solution with a spotlight yeah. on it. Right. Like, here's your face <laughs> when yeah. you wake up. <laughs> like um, a Hall of Fame yeah, bust. Just like, yeah, it's what it looks like. <laughs> so he, of course, decides to make a phone call. And you would think, well, he doesn't <laughs> have a face. How do you make a phone call? <laughs> we have that clip. They took the switch for some fucking. Imagine getting this call. But it's cool. We're going to deal with it. <laughs> um. Is, Long it, is that well, the end? Yeah. My favorite part of that is the doctor, the henchmen bring the doctor in. Yeah. And the doctor is like, what do you want me to do? What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. I have no face. There it is over there. Like, there's another face. What do you I mean? want you, you to sing what... the first Portishead album. What do you <laughs> think I want you to do? What are you talking about? So the doctor goes to see him, and Nick Cage, <laughs> who has no lips and no face, is smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Which is actually the most ridiculous part of the movie. Because what, what is he, holding it in his teeth? Yeah. He has no nose? Sure. <laughs> What's the unintentional comedy word, Chris? Can I add, throw two more nominees You can add in whatever there? you want. Okay, so... It's not like the Oscars. A couple can... of things. One, uh, the end of the film begins, the denouement begins with a shootout <laughs> in a denouement. church. A dove-filled church. Dove-filled <laughs> church, right. But the occasion for the, re- the reason why they're at this church is because Sean Archer's boss has a heart attack that is then <laughs> yeah. exacerbated by the fact that Sean Archer like breaks his sternum while he's having yeah. a heart attack. So they have a funeral. You would think it was the papal fucking conclave. There are so many guys in there like swinging incense and they're like <laughs> monks singing while this guy's like very basic. He also has an entire like Marine Guard salute to bury him. And then for some reason in this church outside of Hermosa, there are like a thousand doves. So that's great. Also, the fact that CCH Pounder comes to Travolta in the beginning of the film and she's like, well, we're really screwed because the two options we have are we put an agent in Pollux's cell. That's too normal, guys. We can't do that. Or we switch your face with his face. (laughs) And it's like, there's no brainstorm otherwise. There's there's no like, let's just like play a couple other ideas out. Yeah. Um, Jason? It's the opening of the movie where uh, (laughs) Travolta... Travolta's on the carousel with his son, and it's like he's rubbing his lips and hugging him very closely. And then they're very close, very close. And then you get your first look at Nick Cage as as Caster, and he's looking through the sniper scope at this beautiful scene. And then he goes like this, and you see the mustache that looks like like fucking carpeting. Yeah, he drinks out of a straw. He drinks it. He's drinking like a diet Pepsi. Like yeah, like I'm gonna kill this man, but let me. I need to. We we didn't mention that. Caster Troy, played by Nick Cage, is a terrorist for hire? Uh, yes. But he's kind of a friendly unclear, unclear who is doing the hiring. Right. Somebody. Independent. Somebody owes Independent Caster Troy $10 million. Okay. There's a bit. So there's also another bit where they're like, they're, like, they're looking at the internet in 1997, but it's really just like cut scenes from a Sega Genesis game. Right. right. And, uh, <laughs> and there's something about Croatia going on, but yeah. it didn't really get into the geopolitical stuff. Uh, what do you have for unintentional comedy? Uh, I'm going to do the one where they're in surgery to take the face off. 
That was good, right? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. They're in the surgery to do this like super complex medical procedure where lasering this face off and putting it on this other man. And first they take the face off. <laughs> yeah, this is good. And then they fucking give him a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the face off and the, just like an yeah. open wound. With the- <laughs> Yeah, cut that. Let's trim that thing up. Uh, what? Yeah. Who, who did that order? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Why is that okay? That's my bronze medalist. Um, that's only third place. Yeah. A haircut with your face off. I go. Uh, I'm going. Um, the uh, wife not picking him up from the hospital, and then my my gold medalist, which I forgot to mention. They adopt this homicidal maniac yeah. son that none of them, he doesn't even quit with his wife. Yeah, yeah he doesn't, he just he comes home with her. the child. Like, new kid. Is this okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show him to his room. And uh, then Dominique Swain touches the kid's lips. Yeah, then there's like, caressing. Like, that's how you get in the family. I've got to put my fingers your on your lips. Let's do, uh, very quickly, the Dion Waiters Award, which we do for the best heat check performance by a role player. Very important award. Nominees, uh... Nick Cassavetes, who played uh, Dietrich, Gina Gershon, Dominique Swain, the daughter. Uh, I do not condone this choice, but the guy who played the brother, Pollux. Alessandro Nivola, yeah. CCH Pounder gets burned to death. Uh, <laughs> Along guy, with Bunny Colvin. Yeah. Bunny Colvin from The Wire, yeah. who now is the coach of the yeah. Jets. Coach of the Jets. Um, Thomas Jane, yeah. who Tom had a nice Jane. little run here. Yeah. For, he was Todd Parker, Boogie Nights. He was like one of the prisoners. And then uh, that guy. Who played Machine in Eight Millimeter Him. and Sabaka <laughs> and Sabaka in uh, and the Season King Two of The Wire? Detective. Yeah, and he was in this movie as the guy who escapes with Nick Cage. That's my favorite. I, I want to throw guy. an honorable mention in there Please for do. Margaret Cho, who I just can't believe. Yeah, she, yeah, Margaret Cho. <laughs> the entire time, like, holy shit! I can't. Comic relief, but says nothing. No, funny no, no. The whole wait, time. She has one joke. She, she has goes, one. Did you get a transplant of that stick out of your ass? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was terrible. Who's your winner, Jason? Oh my god! It's not. It's not. There's no. It's not a Matthew. I think it's. I think it's brother Pollux. I think it's. It's because he's he's got this weird voice. Ten million dollars for bomb. (laughs) Oh my god, Castor. Who do you have? I've got that prisoner, Sabaka. Yeah, that's a dude. We like that guy. I like him. Okay, I'm gonna Uh, go CCH Pounder just because she also smokes in every scene she's in. Yeah, including inside the medical lab where they're doing (laughs) the face (laughs) transplant. Oh yeah, yeah. Right when they walk in. They're doing haircuts. And then, she, and then she puts the cigarette out on him. To yeah. Like prove him. yeah. Oh, he's fine. Look. <laughs> that's he's not a okay. Vegetable. Yeah. That's not okay. That's New never, category. That's never okay to, to do that. We have a new category. We did this one already, but you guys haven't heard it yet. It was for the, what was the pod we just did? Fugitive. fugitive. We just did the fugitive. Okay. This is a new category, though, suggested by a reader whose name I can't remember. Would this movie have been better with Danny Trejo? <laughs> In what role? That's our new category for every rewatchables. And would you watch obviously a movie, for Face Off? There's no way this. Would you watch not a Face Off Trejo. that was just every character was Trejo? <laughs> all Trejo. Yeah, they had already all had Face Off transplants with Trejo. No, it's and then every character is Trejo. Just, it's Heat Trejo and Dusk Till Dawn Trejo. Yeah, yeah. and they, and they switch just switch personalities. <laughs> Who would you want a Trejo to play in this movie? I want him. I want him to be. Like a quiet guy. I want him to it's be Castor Troy. No, no, no. I want him to be Sean Archer. I want John Travolta out of there and put Trejo <laughs> in. Trejo. Wow. Just what a classic federal agent. Because I, I want the scene that we watched where they explain what we need you to do, and, and all, but he doesn't have the monologue. He just goes, 
machete don't face off. Like that's all he says. <laughs> that's it. That's all I want. <laughs> all right. Uh, Apex Mountain. John Woo? No. No. Okay. No explanation. Joan There's Allen? No. no. Contender no, for Joan J- Allen. I would feel so bad if this was Joan Allen's Apex Mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gina Gershon? No. no. I would say no. Bound or... Yeah. Cocktail? Bound. Eastbound. Don't get me started on Cocktail. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Travolta, no way. I mean, no. Travolta was the biggest but star it's in, in the world Apex in the 70s. Mountain era for, for him. Yeah. It's like a second kind of mini Pleasant Apex. Nick Cage. I'm going, yes, definitely Nick Cage. I think this is Nick Cage's Apex. Those three, those I don't three think movies in a row. He, yeah. I don't he think had he, those ones in a row. It's the trilogy. And then he followed that up with a movie where he plays a fucking angel who comes back Yeah, and then it all fall apart. And, and John Travolta played an angel as well oh, in he 1996. Oh, uh, yeah, Phenomenon. And, and, no, Michael. Michael. Oh. Michael. What was Phenomenon? Not an angel. Yeah. <laughs> phenomenon, an angel. he had like an accident, had special I powers. Like, I think he is an angel. The only thing I remember about Phenomenon is he's on the poster like this. Yeah. That's all I remember. Uh, is this the apex for smoking a cigarette without a face? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so nobody had an apex. All right, we're going to pick some nits. So we don't yeah. have the whole clip because it's too long. We don't want to play it. But the doctor, Dr. Walsh, who explains the surgery for two minutes and makes it sound like Travolta's you know, getting his hamstring fixed. <laughs> and he's basically explaining how it worked to have your face taken off. And he's like, well, you know, with the new anti-inflammatories, healing takes days, not weeks. And then we simply connect the muscles, tear ducts, and nerve endings. Like, that's like it. He say, it says all matter-of-factly. I just don't think it's that easy. <laughs> I really don't. He did a good job of selling it, though, because I was really watching it like, I'll trade faces with Jason. Right. For like a week. Yeah. For a week, sure. Let me see what that's like. Uh, why could also, it? This is not taking place in a hospital, FYI. It's no, like it's an like an illegal, yeah. like, secret, <laughs> secret hospital. It's like in the Palisades. Yeah. Why couldn't John Travolta tell his wife or anybody he worked with that he was doing this? Had to uh, keep it all secret? It, well, not nobody outside of CCH Pounder and Robert Wisdom. It was off tell the his books. wife? His wife totally, know? totally yeah. off so, the books. And then the only three people who knew about it are oh, burned alive. I know, I know why. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. But really, he's not at like the night before at 11 o'clock at night. Maybe like, hey, you know. Get, uh, That's just a hard FYI, conversation to yeah. have. I'm switching my face tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely tell my wife With this. With the guy who guys killed our know. son. Yeah. yeah. Um, why couldn't they tell the prison guards? Why'd the prison guards have to be Those guys are all on the take. Okay. <laughs> why didn't Castor tell Dietrich, the bald guy? He, his other people in his life knew. Why didn't he tell him? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is why we're picking nits. Could Travolta, as Nick Cage, have survived the prison fight with a new face? He got punched, and they told him, like, don't get punched in the face. Oh, yeah, he's like, face. don't, they say don't, don't get hit in the throat. Well, yeah. He immediately gets in a prison fight. Five minutes after the surgery, when he's like, gonna get on a helicopter to leave or whatever he's like my face itches and they're sitting there like rub scratching his that was the thing i wanted to ask it seems like they gave way more attention to putting nick cage's face on travolta like they actually did that surgery yeah cage was like a hasty Travolta's face on nick cage was like kind of a shotgun job yeah done (laughs) under the threat of immolation right but afterwards it's the guy who plays Castro Troy is like, oh, my face. Yeah. And Travolta's just like, I'm blowing this up. It's so good right now. I love having this new face. How did they? No itching, no, no side effects. How did they? We, they explained to Travolta how they would get rid of his love handles and stuff like yeah. that. How did they add love handles? <laughs> <laughs> Especially just with a gun to the head yeah, at the right. time. Like, yeah, that part. I don't know. Um, 
Why wasn't anyone watching Nick Cage when he was in a coma in the hospital with this feared independent right. terrorist who's taken out 20 people? And his face in a bowl, like under a spotlight, yeah. 10 feet away. Sean Archer, they say in the movie, because he foils, once he becomes, Nick Cage becomes Travolta's character and foils his own bomb to become the hero. And they casually drop later in the movie that Sean Archer was Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> um, would oh, you win the, the Man way. of the Year for fo- foiling one bomb? No. Okay. I don't think so. Check. And then his boss comes in and goes, just because you're Time's Man of the Year doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to let you get away with all this. I'm trying to he has who, a heart did he, attack. who did he beat in 97? Michael Jordan? <laughs> Bill Gates? Bill Gates? Uh, I don't see it. Bill Clinton? Um, Caster Troy escapes the prison in Catalina and jumps 70 feet from the top of the prison into the water with helicopters circling. And Shay, you know the rule in the action movies. Yep. Once you land in the water, the helicopter gives up and he just <laughs> flies away. <laughs> oh, like he must have died. Let's fly away. <laughs> Are we sure he sees back? No, let's just go. Yeah, they gave up real quick. Does he survive the leap? Does he survive the bullets in the water? He just held his breath and swam underwater the whole way to the shore. From Catalina to yeah. L.A.? 40 miles underwater. You guys been to Catalina? He did it like it's a dolphin a short... where he just kept coming up every once in a while. Yeah, okay. That's how I would have done it. Um, <laughs> any, other, any other nitpicks you have? I mean, it's a... It's a movie about a... switching faces. And yeah. Going <laughs> no, I have one that okay. we pointed that maybe nobody pays attention to, but when Nick Cage and Sabatka are escaping the prison, they're, jo- they're I like joined. <laughs> I, I call don't know him Machine. You call him Sabatka. I don't know his name in the movie. He's a great, that guy. But he's, they're, they're like just murdering uh, all kind of guards, and then Sabatka falls over the rail, Yeah. and Nick Cage runs, and he grabs the barrel of the gun, Yeah. <laughs> and he holds this 250-pound man with a gun just yeah. by the barrel of the gun, Yeah. which is incredible. Like, you need to be doing that machine like this. Right. For fucking years. And we knew Travolta was out of shape. Yeah, and he's yeah. Out of, there's no way he holds that man also up. because he can't kill a guard because then he'd be bad. Right? Right. Sabatka is there to kill all the guards. So when Travolta needs to shoot somebody, he shoots a guard in the toe yeah. from yeah. like 40 feet away. It's very they were really basically. good at shooting until they had to shoot at each other. Right. They were this far and they couldn't hit. Yeah, they like, couldn't oh, do it. Fucking dodged it. A lot of dodge bullets in this movie. Yeah. 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 But only high, those two guys. Level. Uh, best quote in the movie, we saw I'm Caster Troy, I'm Caster Troy. Yeah! Uh, Travolta says at one point after he becomes evil Travolta it's like looking in the mirror but not <laughs> Which was that was fit. good that was good. That, was, really that good. was really good I might have worked out that, that was really good uh, that's a good Travolta Travolta also says as a throwaway line when he's having a little marital trouble lies, mistrust, mixed messages this is turning into a real marriage it's <laughs> a great quote feel free to use that as a senior high school yearbook quote, whatever uh, you know uh, Sean we've been living together as man and wife for a week That's you mentioned that earlier yeah. it's devastating it's, a, it's, it's very uncomfortable and then finally dad I'm sorry I shot you that's an actual that's the last line of the movie is dad I'm sorry I shot you what's your favorite quote Chris uh, I'm going to throw out an uh, honorable mention for when John Travolta with Nick Cage's soul goes into uh, Dominique Swain's room and he sees that she has a pack of cigarettes and she is listening to James Brown's Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Great touch. As right. teenagers Great do. Great touch. Picks yeah. up a cigarette, Great lights touch. it, and she, he says, there will be a lot of changes around here. Yeah. Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. <laughs> and he walks out of the room. So that was my favorite line. Um, 
<laughs> Jason? I'm going to pick a different one. It's, this is now, it's been six years since uh, the elite Uber terrorist had killed his son at the carousel. And John Travolta, uh, Sean Archer, has become like <laughs> the worst fucking boss ever. I love it. I love this one. Because he just can't let it go. And they're like, guys, can we, can we, give, can we give the agents a break, please, Sean? And, he's, and he goes, we'll take a break when the case breaks, okay? That's very good. That's very good. His son was, was killed good. at a carousel. That's that very good. good. Shay? I have two. Okay. Two Travolta lines that I thought were fucking fantastic. At, and they both happen in the same scene. They're at the very end. They're in the church standoff. It's Travolta and Cage. And Cage is like, I mean, Cage as Travolta, whatever, is talking <laughs> to Travolta as Cage. He's mad. He's like, you killed my kid. And then Travolta tells him, why are you still mad about this? Why didn't you just either get over it or kill yourself? Like, that's, cr- that's crazy. Yes, yeah. why, do you, why did you take it so personally? Yeah. That's not how therapy works. Like, you don't yeah. get to say, <laughs> say that. So that's the first one. The second one is immediately after that, it's just these two guys with, in the standoff, and then the other woman comes. So now it's two on one, and then another person comes. Oh, yeah. And then another person. They just are each time, like, yeah. I have the upper hand. I have the upper They've got, like, fucking 14 people now <laughs> with guns pointed All at everyone. All pointed at Joan Allen. Yeah, and, yeah. Nobody, and, and he just goes, what a predicament. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line for me in the whole movie. That's what great. Predic- it, was, um, it, was, it was a predicament. That's exactly, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I might vote for that. All right, la- two more categories. Probably unanswerable questions. I think these are probably unanswerable. Why did they give Nick Cage the less fun part? I would argue that Tra- Travolta becoming evil Travolta is so much more fun than evil Nick Cage now become a nice Nick Cage trapped in Nick Cage's body. But Nick Cage gets to be evil also. Yeah, Nick Cage gets the first 40 minutes of the He's movie evil. to do his thing. Yeah, he like molests a teen in the first five <laughs> minutes of the movie. That, so you think Nick Cage was in. the more fun part? Yeah, Nick Cage's part. <laughs> no. Nick Cage's, no, not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> you, think Nick, you think he had more to do with his role over I the course Nick of the movie? I think Nick Cage had more fun in this movie. Yeah, he absolutely yeah. did. His, his role was the better role. Yeah. They definitely so? like did, yeah. They did not direct Nick Cage. Nick Cage directed yes. this movie. Co- because, like, because Freebase he, cocaine directed yeah. Nick Cage. You needed you needed Nick Cage because he's very good at being crazy. You needed him to have trouble processing being another person. Okay. Travolta couldn't do that. Um who signed on first, Cage or Travolta? There's no way to know. <laughs> I think uh, Cage it was Cage. He looked at the roles and he was like, "Oh, oh, this guy Oh, he kills a kid and he molests a teenager the first 40 seconds? I want that one. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I want to do that one. <laughs> Who got paid more? Wow. Travolta. Cage. Cage. Cage was in the rock and Con I think Travolta right? yeah. gets paid Cage, more. Cage was coming off the Oscar, too. Do you think Travolta they did the thing was in where Greece. They, t- they told one of them they were making... <laughs> I fucking love... I love Greece. They told Travolta he was making 15 and then they gave Cage 20. And then they, they, they paid both Cage thought it was chicklets. even. They were just like, we have... like. You're- um, Cage's acting was just as bad in this movie as what? it would be for the next twenty years. Bad in a good way. I'm not trying. To no, no, feelings. not bad in a bad, bad. It was great. It was just straight up great. It, but it's the same way he is in all movies. That's not true. You so you think Nick Cage's acting has gotten worse? Yes, absolutely. 
Chris? I don't know that I've seen a Nick Cage movie since this one. Honestly. <laughs> you see 8mm? Oh, yeah. That's oh, wait, right. that's a good movie. <laughs> I knew you saw that one. What about, what's the one with the cars? Gone in 60 Seconds? Gone in 60 Seconds. Ghost Rider? I've seen too many Nick Cage movies. Look, see, they knew the, they knew the Gone in 60 Seconds. They knew so, it. <laughs> so do we think Nick Cage's acting got worse, or we just didn't realize he was a bad actor? <clears throat> he, got, he got worse. I'll fucking walk off this stage if y'all decide he was bad in this movie. <laughs> good bad. No, good, good. He was good. Who what else could have done that? Audience, do you think he was good or good bad? Good. Uh, okay, all right. Can we see the, the interview clip of him talking about the yeah. role? Yes. Here's how do you we know. have that the clip of Nick Cage talking about the role? This is how you know he was good. Yeah. Look how serious he is already. Already. You know, the concept itself is, is new. Um... <laughs> But the more I meditated on it, the idea of wearing the face of the man that killed my son, you know, metaphorically, that, not metaphorically, literally in the movie, (laughs) it's an extreme situation. Wow. That's a good actor. That's what that is. He was I'd like all, to, I, He was fucking in it. This is this is from Roger Ebert's review, June 27th, 1997. Tell him. Tell him. This is an actor's dream. Boom. And Travolta and Cage make the most of it. They spend most of the movie acting as if they're in each other's bodies. Travolta acting like Cage and vice versa. I guarantee you if you talk Roger to Ebert, Ebert, man. If you wow. talk to Nick Cage right now, he will straight up 100% be serious and like I took my face off and I wore right. it. Like <laughs> he will, be like, he Nick, think- can, I, can I speak to you for a second? That shit really and happened. he put down a dinosaur skull yeah. and turned towards you? Yeah. <laughs> Shay, how do you explain to your wife that it's actually you, but you're wearing somebody else's face? <laughs> Just walk me through it. Like come I'm home. Okay, I come home. I'm freaking out. I'm you're freaking to- out. I'm freaking you have out. Neil's face on. Yeah. Have, Neil the I have Neil's you're laughing and crying. Neil the enemy's face. Neil. Neil is the worst. <laughs> he's, really, he's a really bad guy. But I'm wearing Neil's face. And in the movie, by the way, the only reason she believes him is because he's like, oh, my blood type is O negative or something. Yeah, yeah. Like well, she, she goes, talks about, and he talks about his, the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And he's like, I spent the night in the sun's bed. Remember? Right. Yeah. yeah. Remember yeah, that? I would, I would, I would try to come up with some, like some memories I have not tweeted about. So she would know. <laughs> yeah. That, that we were serious. So yeah, it'd be like, I don't tough. know. Yeah. There's no way it's happening either way. All right. It's time. Who won the movie? I mean, huh. we've done, what, 10, 11 rewatchables? Yeah. I don't think we've ever had two stars pitted against each other. Not since Heat. Literally and figuratively. Not since Heat. Yeah. Metaphorically and literally. Yeah. Who, do we, <laughs> who did we say metaphorically and all that? Uh, who did we say won Heat? I, th- I saw Pacino. Yeah, we had Pacino. Yeah. And in the, in the spirit of overacting, I'm going Nick Cage here. It's Nick Cage. Jason? On question. I think it's John Woo. Oh, this is Woo. really the last time he he got to make like a heat rock Hollywood movie. After this, it was no more go off the rails. Yeah, he was. Was done. paycheck after this? What's paycheck with Ben Affleck? With Affleck, yeah. Oh, I like yeah, paycheck. But that was years, yes, paycheck. Is that where he has to put no, the paycheck? Where, where is, he like solve yes, the puzzle? Is oh, paycheck was on. another one that yeah. they came up with the title and then they figured it out. After Wait, what? What is paycheck about? But they, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It was Reindeer Games. All the both, basically all the Ben Affleck movies for six years, where they had the title first and had to figure out the script later. I also think Cage won the movie. What does the audience think? Cage. Wow! Oh wow! Unanimous T- decision. This is a tough podcast for Travolta. 
<laughs> yeah, he I feel got like beat he up. He lost in a lot of ways. Plus, in the movie, like you know, yeah. he did the love handles. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Yeah, we should take some questions from the audience. We've got a microphone right down here. If you guys want to ask us about Face Off, other rewatchables movies, Anything. Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Oh. I'm not joking about it. I mean, you got a Celtics fan of that. I'm ready to talk about yeah. it. Um, Mark right, got one right there. Free throw. Um, so, so I don't have um, I don't have any documentation about this, but I heard that Nick Cage originally wanted the other role, but then um, was convinced because he wanted to be the good guy. But then he was convinced that when they changed faces, he would end up being the good guy. <laughs> and that's why he took this role. Does that change the way you feel about either character? So in either your I have a headache thinking about this. Yeah. Did they never <laughs> change faces again in this version well, of it? So for most of the movie, he would be the good guy. And that's why he decided to Interesting. take that role. Did, did he do this metaphorically or did he do this... <laughs> Thank you for your question. I don't. I don't know that it, it can change it. It's, it's actually just giving me. I just don't even understand how that would work. This is the I just, I just want to know the person who had to explain it. Yeah. To him, what's going on here? You need to draw your, it on a napkin. What was your favorite Nick Cage hairstyle? Conair. The Caesar. Conair. The Caesar in this one. Okay. We, Jason and I were talking about Conair that. The Conair The Conair mullet's yeah. pretty great. Or guarding Tess. Great hair in that. Guarding Tess. Good movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> next question. Go ahead. If uh, the conceit is that in 2005, uh, Shaq so wanted to stay with the Lakers. Whoa, 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 yes. whoa. No, no, keep going. We just Don't got stop. Wow. He switched faces with Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what it would be like for those two individuals uh, on two forward? Yeah, it would be fucking hilarious is what it would be like. <laughs> so it would be like six foot five Kobe in the post- with Shaq's face. Shaq's face. With his hand up like, throw me the ball. And giant Kobe. Giant Kobe. <laughs> Wait, so which... Who invents the muse cage then? Yeah, the muse cage. Is that Shaq's idea then, actually? I'm trying to think. Shaq's head is like twice the size of Kobe's head. And that's still Shaq's not head as is twice unrealistic the size as Travolta and Cage. Focus. Yeah. Uh, that's a hard one to follow. But uh, back to the movie. If um, <laughs> I, I, I want to add an unanswerable question, okay. If uh, when Caster Troy when they switch bodies and Caster Troy wakes up like bandaged up, why don't they just kill him? Why does he need to not like? Why does he need to be there at, at that point? A strong point. Little. <laughs> <laughs> Had a really thought of Wait, that. Wait, man. One. Hold so on. Little thing called, called the Geneva it, Convention, my friend, and the Bill of yeah. Rights. <laughs> this is still America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have this guy who's this terrorist who's just Achilles. Everybody machine, and everybody thinks he's, he's dead. in a coma. Everybody thinks he's yeah, dead too. Just at some point, just, just turn is, the This is what is. keeps us from being a, a, a dictatorship. <laughs> Cut the rule of law. Putting Caster Troy in an office park and removing <laughs> right. his face is yeah. like the act of human rights Yes, here. but he, he still has the sanctity of life. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Hey, guys. Uh, quick question. Something I've always wondered. Do you think when uh, Caster first meets them at the, when they first meet at the prison in that room, when Travolta has that newspaper, he's really like using that newspaper as a prop. Do you think that it was like his idea? Travolta like was like, John, I want to use this paper. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, like, like he I had like that, it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like John pushed for that. Like, yeah, I, I need this. He puts up to his lips and like, yeah, it's like super. Oh, there's super no dramatic. question. Yeah, I think you've nailed it. Yeah. 
I, th- I think there was a lot of ad libbing and stuff like that. I feel like it's Travolta's largely side. improvised. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Travolta's got a really bushy head of hair in this movie too. I was startled by Nick Cage's chest hair. A lot it's of chest dense. hair. It's yeah. dense. Dense, dense level of chest hair. I feel like they all got to ask for something. Maybe Travolta asked for the paper. Nick Cage probably, like, he probably programmed what was in that box, you know? Right. And John Woo was just like, as long I, as yeah, I have dubs, Nick Cage I don't has care. a box like that at his house right now. Yeah. I promise. John Travolta is also one of the worst cigarette smokers of any actor. You know, there's a certain act, like Keanu Reeves, like that too, where they're holding a the cigarette like this. They don't know how to do it. Uh, what do we got? Next question. Hi. I just wanted to say thank you for making my commutes. So much better with oh, all the podcasts. Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. Um, my question was uh, for you guys: If you guys were in this movie, yeah. who would be the person in your lives that you guys would face off with to make uh, the greatest movie of 1997? Oh, interesting. Greenwald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Greenwald. Well, so then I have to say Mallory Rubin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would take it to a whole other it'd be, level. It'd actually be a Across great movie. Cross gender face off. <laughs> I don't know if they could pull that off, Shay. I, it's Neil. <laughs> Neil. What about you? I don't know who I would do it with. Skipper. Yeah, Skipper. <laughs> like skipper. <laughs> yeah, I do a Skipper. Yeah. Take over ESPN. Try to call, right. make some havoc. Grantland never made any money, Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They'd, <laughs> they'd know I was in charge because I would let everybody tweet or whatever yeah, the but, fuck they yeah. wanted. <laughs> they go, oh, whatever. Uh, what do you got? Hey, uh, so it's one of my deeply held beliefs that this movie should be remade like every few years, like Ritual. I'm with you. Yeah. We, we, we all agree up here. Awesome, great. Okay, so so my two big ones are Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and then I, I, Donald Glover and Keith Stanfield from Atlanta. Um, so um, who are some of your guys' uh, favorite? <laughs> Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg. You can't, <laughs> unbelievable. That's the belt holder, you right? Can't yeah, be. Michael Sarah, it is, that's incredible. Like, uh, <laughs> Caster, hey Caster, um, I'm blowing something. They're battling for an indie part. It would be like two guys playing Pollux the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. The Rock and Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. yes. you know that actually would be the logical face-off if they did in 2018, right? Yeah, well, Vin Diesel's like 5'4". Yeah. Why don't the they only just problem. combine it and just be like the fast and the face-off? And it's just like... <laughs> right, like, fast and... That's are, a good we're one. movie 10. Like, let's just like let it go. Yeah. Who else would... Do, who would Leo do the face-off with? Damon again. Let's bring it back. Oh, let's run it, the department the part back. basically was yeah. face-off. Yeah. yeah. That's a good call. What do we got? Uh, just one question. If uh, Bill Simmons and Dave Jacoby had to do a face-off, how long would the ringer staff... Uh, take to realize that they switch faces (laughs) there's a lot of ringer and grandland staff here man i love you guys Um, how how long would it take for juliet they would know immediately because he'd be organizing friday drinks they're like this is so weird bill never does this Yeah. Why does he? Why does he care about where I, we're going at four o'clock? I would know. I would know the first time a prison movie came out. I didn't get the two thirty email. Yeah. yeah, and I'd be like, guys, Jacoby took Bill's face. 
It's the first. That's my the first the first call I'm making. Yeah, that is true. These are great questions. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm surprised how face off centric they are. Yeah, yeah, a, a pleasant surprise. Good work. So, like, given how John is about John Travolta is about three or four inches taller than Nick Cage. Yeah, how'd they get around that? They just say it. They say, yeah. The heights yeah. are about the, the same. The heights are about the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Cool boots. Yeah. Cool. I mean, lifts. You think that's it? No, no, because then he goes to prison. I mean, maybe that's why the brother was suspicious. He was like, oh, hold he was on that eye light. Uh, you look a little short. Today. Cast, no, he'd be taller, right? Travolta was taller. Oh, no tall. Caster, you're Caster. four inches taller. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I haven't seen this movie, so it'll be great to go in. Wow. Oh, you are you are so confused right yes. now. Yeah, it'll, it'll be good to go and not rewatch it, but watch it for the first time. But uh, my question was, when you plan this event, did you think of ever doing a poll on the Ringer where you put up four movies? And just had people vote on it, and then kind I of think that's it. what we're going to do the next time. We we weren't positive this was going to work, so I th- I think it worked. But we uh, <laughs> it was good. We'll probably uh, we'll probably do votes next time. I mean, we had thought about Pulp Fiction, but we were worried we were going to be here for seven hours. <laughs> so um, I was going to have to stab myself with adrenaline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good idea, though. I think we should do that for the next one. Uh, when I was watching it this morning, because you guys like tweeted out watching it, and I was like, makes sense. Uh, the opening scene <laughs> at the airport, it's like a 12-minute plane ride, full speed. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. How many miles do you think this... this that that runway is yeah. 40 miles long. 40 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 40 miles long. Yeah. yeah. Not as long as... What, what Fast and Furious? Fast Five. Fast Five. Oh, yeah. my God. That's like 40 miles. Oh, six, 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 six. 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 Yeah. When they threw Gal Gadot off the excellent. plane. Any more questions? She's alive. No, we're good. We're good? Yeah. Thank you to Largo for Thank having you. us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you to all you guys. Awesome. Jason, Shay, Phil Simmons. Thank you. Thank you so Ooh. much. That's it for Face Off. Thanks so much to Chris, Shea, and Jason. Thanks so much to Largo. Thanks for everybody who came out for that one and, uh, and hung around after. Got to meet some fans, sign some books, signed a couple Grantland Quarterlies, my book of basketball. Good times all around. We're thinking about doing that again, not just at Largo, but maybe, who knows, maybe we'll go to another city. I want to go to Seattle. I need a reason to go to Seattle. Hey, Seattle people, would you come out and see Rewatchables? We'll see how it goes. Thanks to everybody who came to that. And thanks to Hotel Tonight. Book a room with the Hotel Tonight app up to seven days in advance. Even book up to 100 days in advance in certain major cities with Hotel Tonight. You'll bag a sweet deal at a killer hotel, whether you need a room for today, for Halloween, or beyond. You definitely want to download the Hotel Tonight app. Hey, we have another Rewatchables coming next week. The Fugitive. Oh, yeah. Our fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. It's coming. The Fugitive. You have like six, seven days to watch it. Then you can really enjoy it with us. You can even watch it with the one-armed man if you want. All right. Thanks for listening.